It's trash day, I'm putting you out, it's trash day. Putting you out, it's trash day. Putting you out of my mind. It's trash day, I'm putting you out, it's trash day. I'm putting you out, trash day, I'm putting you out of my mind. Now I'm gonna clean up, now I'm gonna clean up, now I'm gonna clean up the house. Taking all your garbage, taking all your garbage, taking all your garbage. <clears throat> it starts with some beer, so you shouldn't have fear. Two garbage guys with facts, but they both still have tact. It's that time at last for the best damn podcast. It's Can Crusher Day. And welcome to Can't Wait a Minute. It's Friday. It's not Wednesday. It's not Sunday. This must be a special edition of Can Crushers. And it is. This is actually a nerd edition. As we had some things piggybacked with this one, but I decided to scrap all of it anyway and have a nerd edition of Can Crushers. Guys, tomorrow night is winner takes all. IWC in Elizabeth, one of the biggest pay-per-views that IWC puts on, and you know you'll get the coverage of it Sunday morning, you'll know that you'll be able to watch it Saturday night, but do you know how you actually watch it? Do you know why you actually watch it now on iPay-Per-Views? You know, IWC Network, $9.99 a month, and you get stuff from years and years and years ago. And it's all because of this nerd that we ran into. All right, the whole story is, it started back uh, a few months ago. The English professor and IRS and I were really watching the cameramen one night during IWC Wrestling, not knowing that maybe the match was a kind of a little bit slow, but you guys go back and you can listen to it. That we were really in on the camera, men, people, however you want to PC say it. Uh, we were really bought on them, just bugging the shit out of them. So we're like, huh. So we brought it up on the podcast, and my guest during this show, reached out to me and said, hey, do you want to know what's going on, how this all works? And I said, yes, this is the nerd in me. I really do. I want to know all about that. Uh, things that happened and we had to push stuff back and then it was Halloween and then it wasn't Halloween and it wasn't raining and we had no Wi-Fi and it has just been a hell of a week. Thus, nonetheless, it all works out. So it is now. Time for you guys to know Jeremy Klingensmith, the owner and operator, along with his minions, of 2 to one Media, LLC. He's the one that brings you all of the IWC pay-per-views and all of the great, great, great camera work. Um, call them, we talk to them, and there's no other way than you to understand the ins and outs of 2 to 1 Media, then listening to it yourself uh, right after this Collar and Elbow sponsorship ad from the Al Snow. Guys, you know these guys are our number one sponsor. They do everything for us. 
in fact, they gave us a promo code. So when you go out and you buy collar and elbow stuff, you'll get 10% off of your entire order. As well, you'll help kick some money back to Can Crushers that helps us buy some more swag and some more beer. And coffee, usually on those Sunday mornings when we are hungover from, say, the Carriage Inn or places like that. So, yeah, go to Collar and Elbow and check out all their new merch that they just got. And when you check out, type in Can Crushers. Capital C on the can, capital C on the crushers, but all one word, and you will get 10% off. Right around the corner, you'll get the interview with me and Jeremy, and God, it gets out of control. Wrestling. A love and a passion we all share. I've started a wrestling brand. The wrestling brand. A brand founded on the aspects of wrestling. Two entities working together to create a product that connect emotionally for people everywhere. Collar and Elbow is the brand. Passion and love for wrestling is the drive. I am Al Snow, and this is Collar and Elbow, the wrestling brand. This guy that I'm going to have on, everybody's going to step back and say, what the hell are you going to have a production guy on Can Crushers for? He's not drinking beer. He's not getting in the ring. But, guys, let me tell you, I want to welcome to the show two-to-one media owner, entrepreneur, uh, the man in charge, Jeremy Klingensmith, because he is running IWC right now. Besides Jenny Plummer, Justin, this shows up, but Jeremy Klingensmith is the man that is showing the world IWC right now. Jeremy, welcome to the show. Hey, thanks for having me. Hey, no problem. Uh, we met a couple of months ago. And we're, we were busting your chops about how your cameramen were getting pretty much in the ring and doing a lot of different things that we didn't see. So how did all this come about with IWC? Uh, so basically, um, I, I came to a show a couple of years ago. Um, Sam Adonis, uh, or Sam Elias, whatever he goes by now, I don't even know. Uh, we went to school together a long time ago. We've been family friends for a very long time. Um, and when I went over to their house, I mean, it was honestly, I knew Sam was going to be a wrestler when he grew up because when we were over there, we were either watching wrestling, playing with all of his wrestling, uh, you know, figurines and all that, or we were wrestling ourselves either way. Um, but so I went to one of his shows cause he was, he was in town. I saw he was wrestling and everything. So I wanted to go support him. Um, and, uh, when I was at the show, uh, my mom always used to call me Tim Taylor cause, no matter what wasn't broken, I always wanted to fix it and make it better. Um, so I ended up, you know, seeing the production and things like that there. I wanted to make things better. I saw the potential with IWC um, just because that was just a show that I've never seen before. Like, things like that. I've been to other independent wrestling shows and things like that, and there was no storylines or anything like that. It was all just, here's these guys. They're going to wrestle. Have a good night. 
Um, and with IWC, I saw there was so much more potential, so much more storyline, all that kind of stuff. So um ended up trying to track down Justin Plummer and anybody that knows him knows that that's a, that's a, a few-month ordeal there trying to trying to get a hold of him and, and get a meeting set up. Um, but, yeah, that's, that's basically how it started. I came to a couple shows, met up with him, started talking some things out, and then, uh, you know, we ended up signing the contract. And Jenny's one that did everything, right? Not Justin was just there looking good, probably. Yeah, pretty much, yeah. yeah. Jen, Jenny was the one that drew up the contract and everything, yeah. Yeah, that's just the way Plummer is. We've all done that. Jenny's the boss. Come on now. Yeah, that's true. So let's move like all the way back to the beginning because that's what we do on Can Crushers. Uh, you grew up wrestling fan. Hey, you know, Grant, you just said you you knew Sam Adonis. So uh, Corey yep. Graves as well, but correct? Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, a, a lot of the times that we went over there for you know like Thanksgiving dinner or things like that, um, you know, Matt wasn't around very, or Corey Graves, sorry, uh, he wasn't around very often um, just because he was always out on the road doing doing indie shows and things like that. So, um, but you know. I, I knew I knew him. Um, I just we just met up with him for his uh, little sister's graduation party a couple of years ago. Um, so I got to see him there and everything. And like he he like finally got caught up and realized who we were and everything. And was like just blown away that you know I mean me and then my sister. My sister was a baby when you know when we when he knew her last. Um, so seeing all that, and he just like brought back a bunch of memories. Nice, nice. Alright, uh, who did you like growing up? Who, who did, first of all, who introduced you to wrestling? Did you know wrestling before the Graves family from like your grandfather or anything? Or was it these two, uh, and I say this nicely, uh, because I talked to Sam every once in a while, jackasses introduced you yeah. to this rougher couple sport? Um, you know, honestly, it was probably them. I know my, my parents didn't really care for it. Um, but uh yeah, it was it was probably Sam. Like they didn't they they showed me all the wrestling. I knew they were very into wrestling, so you know, I ended up, you know, just watching it a little bit on T V and everything and got hooked for sure. Um I had a falling out for a while and didn't watch it for quite a few years, but then um I'd say probably about five or six years ago I started getting back into it again. Um but yeah, I mean my my main favorites were always uh, you know, like Ray Mysterio and Guerrero. Um, I loved Eddie Guerrero's, uh, you know, lying, cheating, and stealing. I, I loved yes, his, yes. his antics and how he would, you know, always like smash the chair off the ring and then throw it to his opponent and then he'd just drop to the floor. Loved those things. Those were amazing. Nice, nice. Uh, so let's talk about your business a little bit and then we'll dive more into the IWC. So uh, this is where it's going to be open mic for you because you are going to nerd out and tell everybody about two-to-one media to tell me everything that you can do because first of all your website is amazing yeah <laughs> thank you yeah uh so yeah with two-to-one i mean uh i originally got into it just to just for videography i wasn't really sure exactly what i wanted to do um other than i knew i wanted to do video um so i started getting into you know i did a couple weddings uh things like that which i still do um I'm not actively seeking them, but you know if they if they do show up, I, I will give them. Um, but lately, I've been um, I, I've gotten contact with a another videographer. Which in the videography world, it seems that everybody has their own video production company, and then they all just partner up and network. And anytime anybody needs help, they call each other. 
Um, so I met up with another videographer um, who happens to have a very big client, um, and I've been doing a lot of drone videography um, for them. So I've been I've been all over the place with that. It's that's taken me to California, Alaska, um, different places in Utah, just all over the place. Um, but uh, yeah, actually here about a week after. Uh, when it takes all comes, I'll be heading back to Utah and California again uh, with the same same guy, same client. Uh, I'll be doing a bunch of videography work out there again. Oh, clearly, you need somebody to podcast with you. You have to make this yeah. happen, right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So I, I mean, I do have I, I do have a lot of. I mean, I can't do what I do without the the guys that I have on camera. Um, you know, I have I have quite a few guys that I call in. Um, that that come through and and help me out with uh, with all the videography work. I mean, I'm usually the one that's just sitting behind the table, switching between the cameras, live live switching everything, um, and you know making sure that everything's actually working the way it should be for the uh, the live pay per view and everything. Um, but uh, but yeah, I mean the camera guys are phenomenal. Um, everybody always comes there. Uh, they always get there early. They help me set up everything because it's a lot of stuff to set up. Um, but yeah, I definitely couldn't do it without those guys. And were you the first one to bring the live pay-per-views to Justin Plummer? Or was this once you and Plummer signed a deal, it was kind of a partnership? Um, yeah, so I, that was originally, uh, originally when I came in, I wasn't looking to like replace anybody or do anything like that. Um, I was just coming in looking to do the, the pay-per-view. Um, so I decided, I, I, the main idea originally was just to come in, link up with the people that were already doing the video, and just you know take their feed, put it online, do the pay per view, and um, you know get uh, get the network set up. Those were those were my ideas that I came up with uh, to Justin, basically just because I saw that you know WWE has this, IWC should have the same thing. Um, I mean, it's something that other people would like. Most people like to see these different things, and you know we see. People complain about, you know, WWE's writing and all that stuff all the time, mostly Chris Jericho. But, you know. Right. Um, but, yeah. <laughs> but, I mean, we see those types of things. So, I, you know, since I saw the quality that IWC had, I wanted to, to, to bring that to everyone, no matter where they live. Uh, that, that was going to be my next question. You're reading my rundown sheet. Uh, what did you yeah. see between, you know, IWC, and I'm not going to name any other, you know, organizations around or anything, but... Everybody knows them. I'll just put it that way. What did you see the difference between IWC and A, B, or C? Did you did you like the talent more? Did you say, "Damn, I really like the main event," or "I knew Jimmy Nuts was coming back," or "Damn, Wardlow's there. Maybe he can get me into AE Dubs in some time." What made you yeah. say IWC was it? Uh, I mean, honestly, I didn't know if it was a fit. The main, the main thing is I wanted to, I wanted to, you know, meet with Justin Plummer and see, you know, see how those types of things went, um, you know, as far as us, you know, getting along and everything. And after the first meeting, uh, they, you know, they were interviewing quite a few different uh, companies and things like that at the time too. So um, when I came in that first day for that that interview with them, um, you know, we clicked right off the bat. We were all laughing and joking. We honestly talked about more personal things than we did. Then we did actual work things for the most part, um, but uh, but yeah. So I mean, we we got along really well. Uh, but I mean, the main difference that I saw is just the just the, the quality of everything. I could tell that you know they actually put 
time and effort into this and they didn't just, you know, reach out to 18 different wrestlers. Cool. Ten of them got back. We're going to have five matches. You guys go do your thing and there's nothing's going to progress from here. Um, I, I definitely saw that the, the wrestlers there were definitely top quality. Um, I mean, and then even doing the research and seeing, you know, the different people that have gone through there. I knew Matt had gone through there. Um, Corey Graves again. I, 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 I still don't. I, I still don't right. do that. Right. Um, yeah. <laughs> so seeing him go through there and getting up to WWE, and I see like a bunch of other people that were signed to different places and everything. Adam Cole, Britt Baker, all these different different people. So it's like, okay, this this company definitely is legit, and you know, the higher ups are looking at them. They're always watching them because they're always taking people. Yeah, so that's just something that I was like, I need to I need to get involved in that. Is there somebody in the IWC right now, and this is where I really want you to bury yourself, is there somebody in IWC yeah. right now that you know is going to make it and you're just there to uh, get that shot to, so they can take it with them to WWE or AEW? Um, I mean, there's, there's quite, I don't know if I can honestly single one person out. There's, there's so many people there with so many different different talents and things like that. Um so PC. You're so generic right now. You're so generic right now. But that's okay. Yeah. <laughs> I yeah. I mean there's there's quite a few. Um I mean I with with all the people that are up there, um it, it's 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 really hard to single them out. I mean we, as far as like the personalities and things like that, I mean you got, you know, Jack Pollock, Jack Sargos, uh R C like there's there's different there's characters that they have you just right. don't see in in WWE, I mean, Jack Pollock's getting there a little bit with Stone Cold, but um, he's kind of copying a little. But, um, you know, other than that, it's, it's yeah, it, it's really hard to single them out, but that that was my main goal at that, is um, being able to see all of these guys, and like you said, the, these people, the higher-ups are looking at them. So in order for them to look at them, before they'd have to actually pay someone to actually come to these shows and see them, video them, whatever they needed. Now with the network, that gets them out there that, oh, okay, I don't have to pay $600 for a plane ticket. I can just pay 15 bucks online and watch this person. Okay, cool. I'm going to do that. Or they even subscribe to the network and always keep an eye on IWC. Right. Or you could pay $9.99 a month and get all the stuff from previous and going forward, except you don't get the live clear field. Why can we not get the live clear yeah. field? So clear field, that was uh, that's an issue with the venue. They did not have uh, they didn't have any internet. Um, so uh, there was so that was that there was two separate issues there. Um, one is that apparently I, I don't know if we're going to try to talk to the clear field guys to see if we can get a different venue. Um, but I know the venue did not have internet available uh, for us to be able to live stream. Um, the other issue was even before I even signed anything with Justin, I had set up a vacation. And I knew, I looked at, at IWC's schedule, and I specifically scheduled it, <clears throat> you know, outside of an IWC show. Um, so I scheduled it for a week after Unbreakable. And I was like, okay, cool. There's not going to be a show there because they just had one the week before. Then after we signed everything, I had already, you know, booked the vacation and everything. Then Justin tells me about Clearfield, um, <laughs> which they put on to that day. So I actually wasn't even able to make it out there. Um, and again, like I said, my camera guys, uh, you know, uh, Mark Penny and Tony Tabron, they uh, they actually went out to that 
went out to that show, took the equipment, and they filmed everything for me. Um, so I was actually in Florida at the time, and you know they did me that huge favor by heading out to Clearfield for me and getting that. But I'm excited for next year. I'm I'm, I'm hoping to get to Clearfield. I was upset that I couldn't go. Um, and hopefully we can get something worked out uh, for internet for next year. There's also another reason why Clearfield is a problem, and you haven't met him yet, but his name is Jason Dixon. Uh, he's a problem within himself, but he's, yeah. he's a big IWC fan, so no no issues. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, I've, I've, I've talked to him online a little. <laughs> oh, so you know him then. All right, enough said. Yeah. Um. So what do you have special? What's gonna What's gonna happen tomorrow night at IWC? Can you? Do we have any new glitz and glamour? Uh, I know we've been talking back and forth that you're getting something really awesome that I'm actually looking into for the podcast as well because it's gonna go the same direction as you guys. Um, but you didn't get that, right? No, no, I didn't. Okay. Now, honestly. Um yeah, I mean it, it's going to be it's going to be one heck of a show. It's a very stacked card. Um, I'm really excited for it, so I I can't wait to to get in. I mean, I get I get excited every time. They're they're such good shows, and I, I love to be able to put them out there for everybody else to enjoy. Yeah, they they are amazing for sure, Jeremy. Um, because it's a monthly show with a storyline. You know, you don't just get those 10 matches, like you said, thrown together. And IWC has been the premier indie in the Northeast, I guess. I mean, look at the people who've come from there. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah. There's, yeah, there's, there's been so many different people coming from, from this company. And, um, you know, I couldn't be prouder of them. I mean, I, you know, went through, uh, even after high stakes, you know, I, sat down for a while with Wardlow and we just talked for a really long time not as long as uh as some other wrestlers I heard they uh you know kept them down there until about 8 a.m the next morning um but uh but yeah so yeah it's, it's definitely it's, it's great to see these guys it's great to get them get them out there uh get them seen and um hope, hoping that they get you know picked up and as we as we tore, told Wardlow on his send-off he's on there good luck go make a million bucks that, that, that's the best way of putting it. So, yep. all right, now, now I'm going to come at you a little bit. So we were being nice to you a, a few months ago on the podcast saying that, you know, your cameramen were doing some work and, you know, you, you kind of came back and you're saying, dude, you know, have you watched this stuff? Have you watched this stuff? And I'm like, no, I'm there. What the hell do I need to watch it for? Well, let me tell you why I need to watch it. Because your cameramen... You just pushing buttons back there is good, but your cameramen run your business. They're amazing. Yes, they are. They really are. Um, yeah, like yeah, like I said, me just sitting back there pressing buttons, uh, you know, jumping between everything. Um, you know, that's that's some some tough work as well, but nowhere near the kind of stuff they do. Um, I mean, they. I, I tell them all the time. You have to make sure that you are constantly paying attention because you want to be able to get the right shots. And you also want to not get landed on. That's the other. That's the other thing. Um, I tell them all the time. I have insurance on my equipment, not on you. So <laughs> nice. So where did where did everybody get their training from? Um, you have a, you have a degree in communications, videography, something like that. No, I am actually all self taught. Um, I've I've done a lot of stuff online. Um, just 
you know, looking looking things up, trying to figure things out. Um, I've been into video for quite a long time. Um, I, I think it started uh, back probably about 10, 10 to 12 years ago when I worked at Best Buy, worked in the camera department, and then I just really got into photography at that point. Then uh, photography got a little boring for me, and then I wanted to do wanted to do video. Um, but uh, yeah, I've been been into video for a long time, so I've had a long time to you know learn different techniques and things like that. And it's 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 always it's always a learning uh, learning experience with with anything. Um, I mean, even at this point, tomorrow night, you know, we're going to learn more stuff. Um, you know, things are going to go wrong. We're going to fix them. We're going to realize what could have been better um, and what we can do to fix it for next time. Uh, honestly, after every show, I don't think there has been a single show yet that we've done that I haven't bought a couple more things after the show to make things easier for the next show. Um, and I already have more stuff coming for even the one in December, um, just because just I, I know there's stuff that we're going to need. Um, and I just I keep piling on all the stuff that we have so that, you know, things run smoothly, everything looks good, and, you know, we don't have any hiccups. Um, but, yeah, so... It's um, yeah. The, the, the camera guys do most of the work. They they really do. Um, and I tell them all the time, you know, you guys do a ton of work. I'm, I can't be more appreciative to them than I can think of. I mean, it's it's such a great job that they do. And um, yeah, when you guys were were saying that, I mean, it, it felt really good. It was it was it was kind of. Um, it was kind of a compliment when you guys were saying, like, you know, everybody's wearing black. Everybody looks looks like they know what they're doing. It's great. Um, so, yeah, once I reached out, I was like, well, hey, if you want to know if they actually know what they're doing, here's the network. Take a look at it. <laughs> yeah, and when, when I watched the – it wasn't even that one that I watched. I went back and watched a, a different one from – and it was so good. It was so good. So, yeah. All right, let's talk a little bit about wrestling now. How much do you watch now? Um, so I recently, I, I started getting into AEW. Um, it, it, it took me a while. I, it, it really did. And honestly, it was still almost pretty much until they got onto cable TV, until they got onto TNT, um, until I started watching them. But, um, just, uh, I mean, I had been so busy, busy traveling everywhere and I, I just wasn't even thinking about the pay-per-views and all that. Um, and honestly, like I, I sat there and I saw like, oh, $50 for a pay-per-view. I was like, that's crazy. But then I remembered, like, oh wait, WWE used to be like this before the network. So then I then I remembered back in the day how much it actually cost. Um, but uh, but yeah, so watch that. Um, I haven't been watching um, SmackDown and Raw recently. Um, you're not I missing anything. Cut, you're, cut you're... back a little bit. Yeah, <laughs> that's the yeah, That's that's what I figured. That's what I heard. A lot of people were starting to complain. I was getting a little bored with some of the storylines and things like that, that they were doing, but. Um, yeah, so I mean, mostly it's I'm, I'm watching a lot of all the indie stuff. Um, I mean, when I bring these shows home to edit, I mean, <laughs> I watch the show live and then I watch it on the thing and or on the computer when I'm editing, and that takes you know I probably watch it four or five times at that point as I'm going through editing everything. But besides besides editing it and watching it, when when you're at the show, do you still get caught up in it? I do, yeah. I do I do notice there's times that, you know, I'm sitting there switching between different things and I'll look up to see what's going on um, and I'll realize that I get caught in what's what's happening and I realize, oh, crap, I haven't actually changed the changed the camera recently or that person doesn't have a shot anymore and, I you know, I mess things up with that. So 
I mean, hopefully at some point we'll be able to, uh, you know, store me backstage somewhere so that I don't get caught up and I don't mess up the stream for everybody. <laughs> as long as you're not messing up my view, I'm okay with it. Yeah. Now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you're always behind me anyway, so I can hear you uh, yep. chatting with Plummer. So. Yeah. All right, Jeremy. Uh, it, it's been cool. Uh, what else do you want to bring to the table? What else you got? Give us some more of your two-to-one media shtick. Ah, uh, I mean, there's there's not much more. Like I said, I mean, I just uh, it, it's it's mostly going to be. I think at this point, moving forward, it's going to be a lot of drone drone videography and IWC. I mean, that's going to be the most the most I'm going to do. Um, like I said, that was that was another thing. Um, when I did sign with IWC, I, I told them that, you know, I'm, I want to sign with you. I want to work with you. I'm not going to work for any other company because I want to be able to put 100% of my effort into IWC to set them apart from everyone else. Um, at, at this point, most of all the other, um, you know, wrestling promotions all tend to look pretty similar. Um, and I, I want to make IWC stand out from, from all the other ones. So. But yeah, it's just going to be IWC and and running around playing with my drone. <laughs> that sounds so fun. Uh, tell everybody, tell everybody where they can find you. Uh, your website, your Facebook, and all that jazz. Yeah, so we have uh, yeah Facebook. It's just two to one media LLC and two to one media dot com. Um, that has all the information on there for getting in contact with us, um, signing up for you know anything. Uh, as far as contacting us for booking us for, you know, a wedding or anything like that, that's that's all on there. So you can get, get a hold of us there, and um, hopefully we can work something out. You're not seeking any weddings, so to speak. But if Corey Graves and Carmella come up and say, hey, can you skip an IWC event to film our wedding, are you going to? Uh, that's a tough one. I don't know. I'd have to, I'd have to see on that one. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I actually did run into them not that long ago on another, I was on another shoot just downtown Pittsburgh on Carson street. And, uh, I happened to, I, I was filming down the sidewalk and as I was, you know, getting all my settings and everything on the camera, I look up into the end of the monitor and it's, you know, Carmela and, and Corey Graves <laughs> walking down the street. So I set the camera down real quick and I was like, Oh, Hey Matt, how you, how you doing? What's up? And we started talking for a little bit. Honestly, I felt so bad. Um, because it wasn't until like halfway through the conversation that I even realized it was Carmela. Um, I, I didn't even know who she was. I had no idea. I wasn't paying attention. So then I turned and I saw that with her. I was like, Oh, hi, sorry. How, how you doing? <laughs> and then, you know, he introduced us and everything, but, uh, but yeah, I, I felt really bad. So I don't, I don't know if she, if she's, if that was a, a, you know, a sign of relief for her, just that, you know, it's not somebody going nuts, like crazy wanting an autograph and pictures and all that stuff. Or if it was an insult, but I, I hope she took it took it as a as a relief. <laughs> right, this is just a nerd behind the camera. Just leave him go. Yeah, right. <laughs> nice. All right, Jeremy. Uh, I'm sure I'll see you tomorrow night. I'll make sure I run into you. Okay. Yep. Sounds good. We'll see you then. This is Jimmy Nuts, and you're listening to Can Crusher Podcast. Let's go nuts. So you can tell it's been one of those weeks. This has been recorded for a couple days, and you know you, you understand that that's how podcasts work, that some stuff's recorded, and we slip it around and slide it in and make it that it's the night before, and come on, I mean, let, let's open the curtain so you can see backstage. Um, 
We did all this on a makeshift mic, and I was telling Jeremy before we started to record this that we just did move. So that's another thing on top of everything that I go back and I listen to it now, and I'm editing, and I'm like, oh man, I'm popping here, I'm popping there. Jeremy sounds great. Mark sounds like a bag of shit, but that's just the way it works. That we just made it work so we could get it out there. Uh, so, yeah, that that's just the whole concept of this week in the move. The only thing I'm looking forward to this week is, one, giving Jeremy a high five, having a beer with him at the Carriage Inn after the event, and going to the event. This week has been crazy, but how about Jeremy throwing that he is BFFs with Sam Adonis and Corey Graves? And then he's walking down... Not Main Street, but walking down Main Street in Pittsburgh, runs into Corey Graves and Mella, and he doesn't give Mella the amount of time that she deserves. Man, I wouldn't be hiring him for a wedding either if I was Mella. What the hell? No. Uh, great, great interview. If you like the behind the scenes stuff, uh, I can't wait to get around Jeremy and maybe a plumber will let me tomorrow night just kind of browse and watch some stuff that is actually going on backstage because that's the nerd in me too it really is but guys if you need anything like this and you're in Pittsburgh make sure you go to two to one media and check them out they have a Facebook they have a website and watch some of their production you know they have it on Facebook they have it on their website, and hey, IWC Network, all the stuff from this year is by them. So make sure you check it out. They're making waves in the wrestling world as well. So, guys, this is fun. This is what we love to do. Talk to anybody about wrestling, and that's just it. So uh, I hope to see you guys all tomorrow night at Winner Takes All. And then again on Sunday, we'll have our recap and our normal weekly show to talk about everything that's going on in professional wrestling. And there's a new Universal Champion, if you haven't checked it out, The Fiend. But remember, just because you're trash doesn't mean you can't do great things. It's called a garbage can, not a garbage cannot. See you Sunday, guys. (laughs) 